Lamar Jackson won his second MVP award on Thursday night, but he was robbed of history in the process. We talk about that and so much more coming up next year on this live edition of Locked On Ravens. You are Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravenswire, coming to you from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for being here and making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every single day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms. That includes a video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your shows. And we have bonus content as well. I'll be teasing that a little bit throughout the show. In fact, I'm very excited for what our bonus content is going to be here because we got a really exciting episode coming up tomorrow, but we are five days a week here. So if you're on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, follow along there as we bring you all that content. Plus in audio form, we have you covered the same show, both audio and video. So you're really not missing out on anything, whether you're in video form on YouTube or audio form, wherever you get your shows. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by Game Time. And with Game Time, you can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. I was I was gonna do this episode last night. And not that I forgot about it, but I just I had so much stuff going on and you know with the with the ceremony and, and everything. That I, just, I, I didn't put it together. To, oh, I should go live after the MVP ceremony. It just, it just didn't cross my mind. So we're, we're doing it here today, and it, it's better late than never, right? So we're going to talk about Lamar and the MVP because I had recorded. We talked about, you know, the, the crazy twists and turns of the offseason for today's episode. So obviously talked about Zay Flowers, the coaching changes, and, and everything with that. So you can follow along with that. But it's, it's just it, – it's an impromptu – Friday edition of Locked On Ravens. I see David Garcia's in the chat. If you want to put what you got going on in the chat, if you want to comment on it, you know, the, the Lamar MVP, anything that's happened with this team as the season's now over in off-season mode, feel free to do so on this show. But I think it was it was common knowledge, right, that Lamar Jackson was going to win the MVP award based off how he played all season, the big games he won, and it's a regular season award. So we're not taking into account the H championship game. We're not taking into account the playoffs and, and stuff like that. With this, with Lamar Jackson, we're taking into account the great regular season he had. And despite the playoff loss, I don't want to get too far away from the fact that Lamar had a great season. I, th- I think that we should credit Lamar for having that great season. And the award is for the regular season. And I see Robert saying he's disappointed in Lamar and in the playoff conversation. We'll, we'll get to that, Robert. But I think what I want to start off with is him winning the award. He won it 49 to 1, the MVP award on Thursday night. So he was one vote away from winning the second unanimous unanimous MVP in NFL history. Well, second for him as a player. There, there would have been three. Tom Brady was the first to win it, then Lamar in 2019, then it would have been Lamar to win the award again in 2023. Now, the one voter who did not vote for Lamar, Aaron Schatz, he's FTN Fantasy, he's the creator of the Advanced Metric DVOA. I actually spoke to him for tomorrow's episode. He he does a tell-all on why he voted the way he did, and 
he gets into everything. And that's more of a conversation. I just wanted to hear his viewpoint, right? Get his viewpoint and everything. I, I sat back, I listened, I asked questions and just tried to understand, you know, why he voted for Josh Allen one and Dak Prescott two. And Lamar Jackson was actually third on his ballot, much in line with his all pro ballot. To me, look, Lamar is my MVP pick. And it was that way for a really, really long time. Lamar proved in my opinion. And again, opinions vary. That's why you have the voters, but in my opinion, Lamar proved that he was the best player in the NFL this season, the best quarterback in the NFL this season. Christian McCaffrey wins Offensive Player of the Year. Lamar Jackson was MVP. I think that's exactly how it should have been. But how, how cool would it have been to say, oh, yeah, well, Lamar Jackson, two-time unanimous MVP after it had only been done once before him. Now, he took the award home. He won the MVP, and he won it very convincingly. So it's not like Lamar didn't win it and we're having a conversation about, oh, well, he got robbed of the award and he didn't win the award. That's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about a player that got recognized for his incredible regular season by a lot of different metrics. And again, he wasn't the top at every single one. I mean, if you want to start with basic stats, the passing yards weren't there and the passing touchdowns weren't there, but you watched Lamar Jackson play. The eye test tells you pretty convincingly with how defenses have to Really, it's like a fear thing with him, right? Defenses have to fear him with the ball. What's he going to do with the ball? I think that the decision-making improved. We saw improvement from him. And then what What for me was a big part of it, and viewers and voters and watchers and fans and whoever, media, they all view it differently. But for me, the bye week. After that bye week, the Ravens with that tough, tough stretch, right? I mean, yet you had the Rams and you had the Jaguars and the 49ers and the Dolphins and the Steelers game didn't, didn't really matter at the end of the day, right? But to me, that was such a big stretch for him. And recency bias across leagues is is huge, right? Recency bias with everything that goes on with the award and any award. You can talk about it with basketball. You can talk about it with football, whatever it is. You're going to have some recency bias in terms of, well, this player did not great in the beginning of the season, but he really picked it up at the end. So we're going to vote for this guy. Or this player had a great beginning of the year, and then he fell off, and that that's going to have an impact. For Lamar, your your voting for the award is a, is a year round thing, right? You you shouldn't weigh you know one half of the season versus the other. But Lamar was so consistent for the majority of the season, he could put up again. If, if you're a box score watcher, Lamar's stats probably didn't impress you, but he could throw for 151 yards, and the Ravens could win by 25 or 30 points, and that to me shows the greatness of a guy like Lamar. And again. Josh Allen has that too. Mahomes, all, all these players, like great quarterbacks, they all have it. But to me, and I've been very consistent in saying this, Lamar Jackson is the most viable player in the league. And I'm thrilled for him that he was able to win this. And he, he really ran away with it. I, don't, I guess where he really started to run away with it was after the Christmas day game or Christmas night game, right? That, that to me is where it was. And then the Miami game kind of solidified it all. So we're, we're going to see. I see Joe checking in. What's up, Joe? Joe? Joe says Johnny Lamar. Johnny Jackson just sounds sweet, right? Just rolls off the tongue. So that's what I'm I'm excited for Lamar that he was able to get this. Now, again, a little disappointing. He didn't win it unanimously. But at the end of the day, the right player won the award. I know there are a lot of people pining for Josh Allen. Again, we'll talk with Aaron Schatz tomorrow who voted. For, he was the one guy who did not vote for Lamar. He's going to come on tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time on a bonus episode of Locked on Ravens, and he will do his tell-all on why he did not vote for Lamar and instead voted for Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. So be sure to stay tuned for that. But there's all the kind oh, well, Josh Allen had the passing yards, but Josh Allen also had 18 interceptions this season, and that, those are negative plays, right? And negative plays can include a lot of things. It can include sacks, can include fumbles, can include interceptions, 
But Josh Allen was extremely turnover prone this season, and I was very impressed. You know, Lamar had a fumbling issue early earlier in the year, but he he improved on that, and he only had seven interceptions out of Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and Lamar Jackson. Look, I understand that interceptions are a thing, and you know, some it's weird because I never viewed it as it's some interceptions are better than others. I mean, you you can definitely make that argument, and you'll hear more about that tomorrow. But it is interesting to kind of realize, you know how different viewpoints work. And for example, Dan Orlovsky, who was a huge Josh Allen guy, he ended up coming out and saying, look, I just had to vote for Lamar because of, of what he did this season. So again, not, not all viewpoints are that way. And again, I respect every viewpoint, right? I respect it. You know, it's not like we all have to agree with every viewpoint, but I a hundred percent respect, you know, for the most part. Right. And then some conversations can, can be different, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be good for the league that Lamar has these two MVPs. I know some people are so bad for the sport because the passing yards weren't there and the passing touchdowns. I think this just opens up bigger conversations, right? About a player in Lamar who was just, it's, it's not just an eye test award because it's not like Lamar had 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions this year, but the Ravens went 13 and four. It was 24 to seven in terms of passing touchdowns plus interceptions. Plus you have to, you have to think about the, you have to think about, the way that he impacts the game beyond passing, right? Obviously, we know he's dynamic as a thrower, but obviously as a runner, that's a huge part of his game. And it, one, elevated the Ravens' run game, right? You talk about Lamar being a valuable player. It elevated the run game for Lamar, just the Ravens in general. Plus, for defenses, you have to account for so many different things. I see, Robert, Robert, we'll get to your point in the second part of the show, and honestly, more so in the third part, because I want to – Keep to the regular season now, but we we will get to the playoffs, Robert. So be sure to stay tuned. And then Brian says Lamar didn't choke the coaching choke. So same same conversation. We'll get into that. But even though the playoffs happen, I do want to just take a step back and look at Lamar's year because there were so many different nuances and elements to it that I was very impressed with. So coming up in the second part of the show, we will talk about that a little bit more. And again, get into why Lamar Jackson again was robbed of history, but still got the award. So. It, it all worked out in the end, but it would have been cool to call him a two-time unanimous MVP. Stay tuned. Got a lot to talk about here on this live spontaneous instant reaction edition of Locked on Ravens. First, this episode is brought to you by Robinhood. Did you know even if you have a 401k for a time, you can still have an IRA. Robinhood is the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. It's good to be supply and now for some legal info. Claim is of Q1, 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss limitations, apply to RRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer. And this episode is brought to you by Game Time and there's a lot that I can do with an extra hundred dollars in Vegas. So, you know, if I was there for the big game, maybe I'd put it on a great dinner, put it all on red there. There's a lot. I've never been to Vegas. I actually wanted to go for a while. And you know, if the Ravens would have made it, I, I could have gotten there for the big game. But game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, I'll usually get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code Vegas100. With the last minute deals all on prices, use from your seat and the best price guarantee. Game time is guess what kind of buying tickets. But game time, 
No more Ravens games, unfortunately, but Orioles are starting up soon. Plus, there are plenty of concerts in the Baltimore area. They have views from all the seats in the venue. Plus, game time zone ticketing app that gives you a few peace of mind with your purchase. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps, and they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on your tickets. With zone deals, you pick the session and game time big seats for big time savings. Can't think of someone buying tickets with game time right now. Game time used to get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Turns of five down the game time map. Use code Vegas100, B-E-G-A-S-100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Ask the tickets lowest price guaranteed. We're back for our second segment of Lockdown Ravens. Kevin Allstriker is still here. Spontaneous Friday episode. I really, thinking back, I really should have done this last night. But there was there were so many moving parts. It's better late than never on this thing. Lamar Jackson wins his second MVP, obviously first in 2019. And then this one in 2023, the votes ended up coming out 49 to one in terms of first place votes. So the one voter who did not vote for Lamar Jackson, Aaron Schatz of FTN, I talked to him. He's going to come on the show tomorrow and he's going to do a tell all right. We're going to get his point of view on why he decided to vote against Lamar and why he, his ballot was Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. So he'll join us. He's, he's kind of the villain of Baltimore right now. He's embracing the low. He's putting Taylor Swift lyrics out there. So if, you, if you're interested in that and a tell all exclusive, we're going to have Aaron Schatz on the show tomorrow. So be sure to subscribe to the channel for that. I see there, there's a lot of conversation about the playoffs. And so we'll get to it. Robert's been talking about it. Brian's been talking about it. I'll address it because it, it's it's there. I see Nonex talking about it too. I understand that the playoff record, the playoff track record for Lamar, it is it has not been there, right? And we can talk about the H championship game. And I see Brian said, you know, Lamar didn't choke. The coaching choked. LJ carried the Ravens coaching for so long. I think Brian and Robert and whoever else is talking about it, I'm, I'm reading the chats here, but I think it, it's both, right? I, I've, I've blamed the coaching staff because they did not do their job. Lamar also did not do his job. It, it's a combination of both there. I'm not one to blame everything on one guy or everything on two guys or stuff like that. There's a lot that contributes to it. Lamar didn't play good enough in the AFC championship game, but we all know, that the coaching staff also let the team down by the way that the game plan was called and kind of, I think the, I, th I think the panic that sat in as well. I see black guys saying Lamar so dominant. He sat some fourth quarters, he easily could have scored more touchdowns, but he sacrificed for Gus. And that's something I've said before. It's a good point. And I see black guys say he didn't even play 17 games. He'll get there next year. I, I think that this is, this is a great point. And I've talked about something similar to this. And I actually mentioned it, I think on yesterday's show or two shows ago, but Gus Edwards had, what was it, 13 touchdowns during 2023? He, he had 13 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. So let's just say Gus, let's let's knock that number down to seven. Let's say Gus had seven touchdowns this year. So that's six more touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. Let's say five of those were passing touchdowns for Lamar. Or no, let's say, let's say four were passing touchdowns for Lamar. One was a Justice Hill touchdown, and another one was a Lamar Jackson rushing touchdown. So five total touchdowns added on to Lamar's 29 total gives him 34 total for the year, puts him up. what I say four passing. So 28 passing touchdowns for Lamar. You can, I think voters would, again, not that he didn't have the backing of the voters. It was again, one voter who didn't vote for it, but then you have to get into the advanced metrics and, and everything like that. But for the, for the people who are box score watchers, Lamar Jackson is not their MVP, but I think it goes far beyond the box score. And again, it's kind of, <laughs> it's almost kind of pointless to harp on it now because, oh, he won the award. It doesn't really matter, right? Josh Allen didn't win it. Lamar won it. And we can sit here and say, hey, you know what? You can cry about Josh Allen all you want to or this, that, and the other. But 
Lamar Jackson, he did win the award. And I see, you know, especially on Twitter, people are, are coming to Josh Allen and saying, oh, well, Lamar's the worst MVP in this and that and this and that. But I don't know. I feel like for me, L Lamar was 100% deserving of this award. And again, I'm trying to, trying to look through the Look through the chat. Yeah, Robert saying, I hope the Ravens get a Super Bowl win under Lamar next year. Hey, look, you know what, Robert? It'd be 12 years. And we have seen the trend from 20, from 2000, 2001 to 2012, 2013. That's 12 years. From 2012, 2013 to 2024, 2025, that'd be another 12 years. So maybe it's just the, the trend that we have here for the Ravens. If you're new to the channel here, be sure to subscribe, follow along in audio form and video form. We're doing a spontaneous episode of Locked on Ravens here on Friday evening. So appreciate you spending some Friday time with me. You could be doing a lot on this. You could be going out, going on a date. You're spending it with me. I appreciate that a lot. So yeah, Black Eye saying should have been unanimous. I agree. And you know, for those who are joining the live stream right now, we're having the one voter who did not vote for Lamar on the show tomorrow for an exclusive interview to get his thought process. So be sure to to stay tuned for that. So I'm I'm really excited, Sam. I see you, you love love the content. I appreciate you loving the content. It really means a lot to me here. Zach saying, if you think Lamar Jackson's the worst MVP, you're so delusional. If you think that, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think Lamar is not the worst MVP, right? I mean, it it's one thing. If you're talking about box score, it's one thing if Lamar did not like he he missed a bunch of games and he only, as I said, he had like 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Yeah, obviously you shouldn't have won the award if that was the case. But at this point, it I, I feel like now the Ravens have this opportunity to continue to build on the MVP season where it stinks they didn't get it done this year, right? I, I just I, I don't necessarily understand why the game plan went the way it did. Lamar obviously was did not rise in the moment in the age championship game. I think we can all be honest about ourselves in there. So I think that you can build off of this, but you know, to me, I, I don't know, Sam, I see you're saying he shouldn't have won the MVP it was horrible in the age championship game. And the MVP should include postseason performance. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree that it should include postseason performance. I mean, I think the MVP much like in all sports is a regular season award. This was voted on before the playoffs happened. But that's why you have like it's not exactly you know postseason MVP, but that's why you have the Super Bowl MVP, right? And I think we look. Sam says he was horrible, didn't step up when the pressure was on him. We can we can agree that Lamar did not play well in the AFC Championship game. But to me, if if you're basing the AFC Championship game and you're saying that's what defines Lamar's season, what was the most important game? Was the AFC Championship game, right? People are going to remember that, and that's what it is. But I don't think that him having a poor AFC championship game, if that washes out everything he did in the regular season, I don't, I don't think that's right because it's a regular season award and he won the award because he was that good in the regular season. Robert saying Lamar's got a lot of good years ahead of him. He's young. And yeah, you know, we can talk about what Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, all these players that took it took a while for them to get to the Super Bowl and to win it. This was Lamar's first AFC championship game. So I feel like to me, Mahomes has been there. What that was a sixth straight AFC Championship game. That there's a lot that Mahomes has been through. He he's understood those pressure moments. Sometimes, and you know, Lamar will never say it. The players will never say it. But sometimes you just have to get there and fail. The Ravens got there in the division round in 2019, and they failed. And that's kind of it was what it was. The Ravens were a young team. They got over that divisional hump. They got to the AFC Championship for the first time since the 2012-2013 season. And then they end up losing in the big game when it mattered. Arguably the biggest, in fact, it was the biggest game 
in Baltimore and Ravens history. So sometimes you just got to get there and fail and come back and do it again. And it stinks because it's, it's a question of, Oh, well, will they ever be able to get back there? But in terms of the MVP, it is a regular season award. Lamar to me was the best player in the league this year. The best quarterback in the league this year was putting up decently efficient numbers and he could throw for 150 passing yards and win the game by 20 or 30 points. And look, he had a great defense around him. He had pass catches. He had a run game. But I don't think you're discounting Lamar as much as Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy is, is not as good of a quarterback as Lamar. And Lamar elevates the talent around him. Not that Brock Purdy doesn't do it, but Brock Purdy has more talent around him than Lamar Jackson has. Kind of a side tangent here. But Lamar Jackson in 2023, I don't think you can argue you know, and I'm going to stick by that 100% here. I, th- I think the internet just go out for a second. It, it might have just gone out for a second. But even if it did, I assume we're back. I'm going to check. But regardless, Baltimore, in my opinion, Lamar was the best player in the league in 2023. And I don't think you can necessarily debate, debate what's going on with him in that regard. So, yeah, I think we did have a little, little internet slippage there. It's what happens sometimes on live shows. You got to go through the technical difficulties and and that's what it is. Coming up, though, in the final part of the show, we will dive a bit more into the Ravens and their season and Lamar's season in particular. So be sure to stay tuned. We have a lot to dive into on this live edition of Locked On Ravens. Again, a spontaneous Friday episode as, as we dive into everything Baltimore Ravens content. First, this episode is brought to you by Nissan. And are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? If you ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drivers and great escapes. Class-inclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant calling for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure. 2024 Nissan Pathfinder 2, the Nissan incredible lineup, also includes that. Has room for up to eight expansive car capacity and advanced available 4x4 capability with 284 horsepower, 6,000 pounds towing. When adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada. Go find your next big adventure shopusa.com and this episode is brought to you by prize picks prize picks is america's number one fantasy sports app with over three million members are the easiest and most exciting way to pick daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers you pick more than or less than on two to six players that projections and watch the winnings roll in and the big games right out on the corner prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game changing moment into 100 times your money those little as four correct picks can turn ten dollars into a thousand that of course expires post the big game Fashion Mahomes throws more than a yard in the big game. You win over on prize picks. And for me, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. I'm having him go for more than his projected rushing total over on prize picks because of that Kansas City run defense. If the Rams have done that, maybe we'd be talking about them in the Super Bowl. But unfortunately, it's Christian McCaffrey we're talking about right now. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on. Use code locked on NFL. Four pros about to match up to $100. Don't forget it. Fashion Mahomes throws more than one yard in the big game. You win on prize picks. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL. Four pros about to match up to $100. Again, prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're back here. Our final seven locked on Ravens. Kevin Allstruck is still here with you. Live, live, live editions of this show can be crazy. We got sirens going on. We got internet droppage, but the show rolls on. You got to just take the punches. They come on the live ones. I appreciate everybody for tuning into the show. A little spontaneous episode here. We do five days a week of Ravens content. Plus we do bonus episodes as well. Like the one we're going to do tomorrow where the Ravens, again, Lamar Jackson wins the MVP award, and it's 49-1. to So he gets the award, he brings the award home, but in my opinion, 
Should have been unanimous, but we're going to have the guy, if you're new to the new to the live stream, we're going to have the one MVP voter who did not vote for Lamar on the show tomorrow at 6 a.m. It's a bonus episode of the show. We're going to get his opinion, and we're going to hear what he has to say, right? He's, he's going to outline how he went through his process on that, so be sure to subscribe there. I see, you know, Robert saying Mahomes is the GOAT and Lamar close behind. I, I don't think we can argue in terms of accolades and everything. You got, you got to respect Patrick Mahomes right? Two Super Bowls, potentially three here if he wins on Sunday. You got to respect Mahomes right now. Right now, who's the greatest all-time player in the sport? It's Mahomes. But who was the best quarterback in the league in 2023? It was Lamar. And sometimes the best the best team, the best quarterback in the league at that time, that doesn't mean I'm not taking Mahomes over Lamar in terms of everything into one, including Super Bowls. But I think he can respect both guys while acknowledging that, you know what? Lamar, he had a great 2023, but Mahomes has these accolades. You cannot, you cannot discount those accolades, right? You, you want to get to the Super Bowl. Those are what you want to win in this as well. I see Tanya's checking in, saying they just didn't want Lamar to get an, a unanimous MVP, one vote for Josh Allen. And Tanya, if you if you didn't hear, we are having the the guy who voted for Josh Allen on the show tomorrow, so so you can hear his opinion and, and judge for yourself. You know if you think that he his vote was right or not. Black Ice, another I mean, Black Ice is all, is on point tonight with with the points. He says if Zay doesn't fumble, we might, we might be having a different conversation. It's true, it's one hundred percent true. Football is a game of inches. Football is a game of bounces. Football is a game of just craziness, right? Crazy things happen, and if the Ravens score on that Zay fumble, it's uh it's interesting, right? Because Zay Flowers, it'd be what? Was it the first play of the fourth quarter? Second play of the fourth quarter? I can't remember exactly what play it was. But Lamar and Zay, they connect on that touchdown. It's a three-point game with a lot of that fourth quarter to go. Momentum is in your favor. We might be having a different conversation at that point. And the fact that we're not, a lot of mistakes plagued the Ravens, killed the Ravens, and essentially why we're having this conversation here today about them not being in the Super Bowl. But <clears throat> we have Lenny saying Ravens fans should be proud to have a generational talent like Lamar. I agree. Lamar is a generational talent. Lamar Jackson's don't just grow on trees, right? You don't get that athletic, the blend of everything Lamar brings to the table. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I, I do stand by the point that he brings everybody up on the Ravens offense, everybody up. We, we saw him elevate talent. I've seen him doing it for years. He elevated talent and he got, he finally got surrounded with the talent, right? They draft the guy in the first round. They sign Odo Beckham. they, still have Andrews and likely and you know the likely breakout was you know a huge thing and the Ravens didn't necessarily get it done but at the end of the day they can at least build upon that as well I see Dennis putting the sirens in the chat yeah Dennis I'm telling you we, we are live you got got to roll with the punches right you can't edit out on these uh on these live ones so just got to roll them I, I I have uh you know sirens were loud there on the street so got to just keep them in I see Sam saying Allen throws a lot of interceptions, but he plays way better in a playoff game than Lamar. Josh Allen's playoff stats are better than Lamar's playoff stats, right? I'm, I'm not going to dispute that. But Allen is more turnover prone, in my opinion, than Lamar is. But if so, if the Ravens, I'm just going to put this in perspective for a second, right? And you, you can you can choose to value this or not. I'm just going to put the stat out there. For me, if the Ravens had won that game, and this is just for me, it's a stat. 
if the Ravens had won that game, Lamar Jackson would have had the same winning percentage in the playoffs as Josh Allen. Now, of course, Lamar didn't play in the playoffs in 2021 or 2022. He was injured for those years, and the Ravens obviously took a fall. Josh Allen's stats in the playoffs are better than Lamar. You can look him up. It's, it's true. But I do think that Lamar has to step up in those moments because he, he, he hadn't done it. But there's also the Tennessee game, for example, where he threw for – he had 500 total yards – and he had, what was it, seven drops by his receivers. And that's not the only reason they lost, right? But Lamar had 500 total yards, and they still lost that game. So it's not like Lamar throws three picks every playoff game, and that's what it is. It, it just comes to – it just – I don't know. It's, it's hard to put into words because I feel like Lamar does have to up his game in the playoffs, right? I can't sit here and say Lamar has been the best quarterback in the playoffs in NFL history. It's, it's, it's left a lot to be desired. And we can acknowledge that and be honest about it while also acknowledging – but Lamar had a great regular season. So I see Robert saying Lamar will end up with at least three rings in his career, maybe more. And I see Sam saying the Ravens front office will have to have the draft of a lifetime to get the team to the level it was this year, our best in the past. This was, in my opinion, undeniably the best shot the Ravens had to win a Super Bowl in the Lamar Jackson era in terms of roster, in terms of the way they were playing. They were the best team in the NFL this year in 2023. But obviously... Best team in the regular season does not mean you win the Super Bowl. You got to earn it in the playoffs. The Ravens didn't do that. And to Sam's point, with guys like Justin Matabike and Patrick Queen, Geno Stone, I can go on, Jadavian Clowney, Kevin Zeitler, Kyle Van Noy, et cetera, you're going to have to lose some of those guys. You, you can't bring back everybody. And every team looks different. Every coaching staff looks different. Obviously, also the fact with Mike McDonald, him being in Seattle now, it's going to be a different team next year. And to Sam's point again, you sign a quarterback to a big deal like that. You have a couple hundred million dollar contracts on the books and some of those cap hits are coming up. You're going to have to move on from a couple guys. I feel like Tyus Bowser is not going to be there next year. I feel like he's a guy can, you can cut for money. Is Pastor Ricard going to be with the team? Morgan Moses, Ronnie Stanley, et cetera. There are some guys they can move on from and clear up space, but that does not necessarily mean you're going to be able to resign everybody. So it's going to be a different team next season. And we're going to see how it looks. But Lamar, you know, the, the season for him is looking at a new offense, right? It was a new offensive system. The Ravens needed to get going. And it wasn't always going to be sunshine and rainbows with that offense because it was a new system, a lot of new players. And they, they, they missed players. They were getting injured on offense for the first month of that season, right? Ronnie Stanley, Tyra Linderbaum, Rashad Bateman, or Beckham had to miss some games. But they're going to be able to attack this offseason. I see uh, I see change saying Allen has digs, and then the offensive weapons can be upgraded dramatically. The roster can be better. It can be. I mean, you do add another receiver next to Lamar, and, you know, whether they do bring in a digs or, you know, I know, I know DeAndre Hopkins is always a popular name. They, they, they will have opportunities. But what we're going to see – how the Ravens maneuver this roster here. I see black guys saying Lamar's won the MVP two, of the, two out of the three years. He's been healthy. Imagine if he was healthy the last two years. And yeah, I mean, Lamar's play dropped off last year a little bit after the first. So the first three weeks of 2022, Lamar was the MVP. And then his play dropped off. The offense kind of dipped off, right? But I think there's so much potential for him in year two with Todd Munkin's offense and hopefully a roster that'll be around him that's a lot better. But at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson's regular season was incredible. Obviously, the bye week stretch with the Rams, or stretch after the bye week with the Rams, the Jaguars, 49ers, Dolphins, and Steelers game, which didn't count. That solidified it for me. Lamar wins the MVP second in his career, puts him in very elite company. Now he just has to get to that Super Bowl, right? That's, that's the next step for this Ravens team 
and Lamar. That's all I have for you here today on Locked on Ravens, though. Live, spontaneous edition. I appreciate everybody for tuning in again. We'll be right back here tomorrow, 6 a.m., and we'll talk with the one voter, the one voter, Aaron Schatz, who did not vote for Lamar Jackson, and you can be the judge for yourself. Was it the right call or not? Stay tuned for that. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Lockdown Ravens.